we got uh, another good one for you in store today. Ryan, I'll hand it over to you to talk about those. I've heard a lot lately, and I've heard this a lot uh, uh, over the course of being employed, and I've never found it. I feel like it's a unicorn, but it's definitely come out a lot this year because there's a lot of people changing jobs. There's a lot of job postings. I've had two or three companies call me, you know, offering me a job, and uh, not a single one of them's ever said this, but I feel like, why is this still a thing? People say, you know, you got to get a really good nine to five job. Or, or, you know, uh, it's, it's my nine to five. Like, who's got a nine to five? It is 2021. I've been working since like 1998 or seven or somewhere around there. Like, who, I've never had a nine to five. Now, I've, I've been an hourly employee and worked weird hours, but I've never seen a salaried job or a regular job that's nine to five. Does that just not exist? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't either. I mean, I worked at Walmart and like regular places in the mall. It wasn't that was not the typical schedule. So are you are you saying like they're mostly like seven to three, eight to four? Every or like every full time job that I've ever seen, first and foremost, is is uh, uh, eight to five. Right. It's it's that. And you get like an hour or half an hour for, for lunch. Right. That That's like yeah. every single yeah. one. So, so technically like eight to four thirty, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, but but why is it nine to five with still an hour lunch? Because you're working a whole hour less than me. Like like a whole hour less than what I'm supposed to work. I work all the damn time, so that's really a moot point. But like then what the scheduled hours are actually supposed to be is what I'm pointing out. It's like, how do I get this job that's got an hour less work dedicated every single day? Yeah, to be honest, I don't know of oh, I know of one person very specifically that I know for a fact works nine to five, but everybody else, they're either in the office at six, they're in the office at seven, they're in the office at eight. Nine o'clock is a is a late start. Yeah, that is a late start. And well, again, like like you're saying, and especially since we're working from home, we're all working longer hours anyways. Mm -hmm. So you're probably still gonna work to, to five. But if you don't, you just have that flexibility, right, from work from home. But, yeah, when I was in the office and other people were in the office as well, even in, like, more of a corporate setting, no one's getting there at 9 o'clock. That's a late – you're late and you're fired if you're yeah. there at 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, just – Yeah, same. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just bizarre. Like, I don't even know why that's still – you know, uh, in, in most people's vernacular, and I keep seeing it over and over again. It's like, it's not a nine to five. Who's got a nine to five? I can see a nine to six, right? You know, uh, what it probably derived from is, you know, a lot of the factory and, uh, you know, production lines back in the day, especially when, uh, you know, in the automotive industry. I'm just spitballing here. I, I don't know at all. You, you, you should have just like, kept going with it because it sounded like you knew you were yes, like, I, this is exactly where it's from. I've Googled this is it. Exactly. <laughs> Duck, 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 Goo totally said it's from you Ford. You know what I mean? Like all the factories, all the automotive industries, you know, everybody literally got there. Andy's, Andy's got his finger up and his mouth open like he knows something. So I Googled it and somehow you're absolutely right. <laughs> See? See? I, it was... I, <laughs> it was introduced by the Ford Motor Company back in the 20s and became standardized by the Fair Labor Standard Acts in 1938 Boom, as a bitches. way of trying to curb the exploitation of factory workers. Mm. Yeah, factory. Absolutely. And that could have been another oh. thing, just factory, not even automotive, right? Factory. So then I want you to Google, when did nine to fives become eight to fives? 
Like, why why did we all of a sudden now have another hour? Is it because we didn't give people lunches back then? Is that what it was? Because you were a factory worker and you, you know, so now it's like, well, we legally have to give people a lunch, which means they just need to come in early. And and Chrissy's saying that I used to show up to work at 10 a.m. and and, uh, <laughs> and work till 10.01 a.m. every single day. So, yes, but half the time I was up until three in the morning working on stuff. I'm not going to deny that I wasn't ever showing up on time, but I, it got worse and worse and worse pre-COVID. I was designed Ugh. to work from home. What's weird? Gotta love. I work from home and I'm literally at my computer every single day on time. Way more than I ever did when I actually went into an office. Oh, my morning hours are so flexible right now. If I don't have a meeting till like nine, I'm taking my sweet ass time and I'm not <laughs> I'm not on my computer till nine, man. But, yeah, you know, I know. I We've obviously got sevens and seven thirties, eight o'clock. Corey, Corey sent us pictures of you still sleeping. Oh yeah. Yep. And even my midday naps every once yeah. in a while. Yeah, I, I don't mean even... my mid midday working hard naps. Yeah. Like today, I didn't even get a lunch. I worked nonstop. I talked nonstop. This is we are now entering close to hour eight of me talking. So that's a <laughs> lot of fun. Uh shout out to those people who work really hard and also shout out to those people who uh you know work life to their advantage work their job mm -hmm. to their advantage do what they have to do at the bare minimum you know not necessarily bare minimum but you know they do what they need to do and they they're good at it yes um all right speaking of jobs um i think i don't think we've talked about stuff with ryan's work or anything but like at all so everybody knows all three of us in the last 30 days I've had some big opportunities come our way, you know, in the forms of uh, where we're currently working. I think yeah, every single one of them is where we're currently working mm -hmm. or uh, just this other. Also, on top of that, some little side things that are just like, hey, you could make a few bucks here and there. Right. So big opportunities have come our way in that. I had a couple of mine have come this way in, in the last 30 days, but I had a conversation today that like literally was such a big opportunity that like threw me off when I first heard it and I was kind of turned off to it. And then the more I thought about it during the conversation with this with this gentleman, I was like, man, that's that's a decent, decent opportunity. Mm -hmm. And have when you guys get big opportunities or like extreme, in this case, kind of news, right? How do you how do you act? Because here's what happened to me. I almost went to a docile, weird, introverted, like I don't know how to process what I was just <laughs> discussed. Right. And it wasn't financial related. It was just like, hey, you know, would you be interested in this type of a position uh, doing these types of things? Uh, is that even in your wheelhouse? You know, what do you want out of the next, mm -hmm. you know, five to 10 years? Uh, that's actually where the conversation was was for and led into a whole bunch of different things. And, and just with this one opportunity with where I'm working, I was just like, oh, uh, yes, never had a pause. Good conversation. But like after I hung up the phone, I'm like, I just don't know even how to process. I was like. Should I be excited about that? Should I just do, is that a good opportunity? All these weird things went through my head that was kind of a, not a feeling that I've ever had before. Normally I'd be like, Hey, yeah, that's great. And now I'm just processing. Should I take it or shouldn't I take it? Andy, has that ever happened to you or, or how do yeah. you handle big, big news? So it's tough because if it's work related, I just try to, I try to think through as much of it as I possibly can to the point where I probably overthink it. And you know, I, you know, that I'm, I'm just a listener and I, I just kind of sit back and, 
you know, process. But I, I think that other than just trying to not overthink it, I really just try to like, I let it settle in and then I move on. And part of a part of the reason I do that is because I want to see like, is something else going to, you know, come up that's related to that? Is the universe going to put some sort of other sign where I'm not constantly thinking about it, right? Because I feel like if I'm thinking about something and I'm manifesting this, then it's always going to be in front of me. But if I if I get, you know, this opportunity and I just sort of let it, I, I receive it and I put it in my brain and then I kind of move on, is there something else that's going to happen? And then if, if I get a sign or two, then I, I really start to process a little bit more and I, I kind of go after that. But I, I, I try not to overthink it. Ryan, how about yourself with big, ah. big news, big opportunities? God, I feel like I'm a big old freaking, you know, baby. It's not the term I wanted to use, but uh, <laughs> when it comes to that stuff, like, of course, I get excited. I share all the information, you know, trying not to get my hopes too high because, you know, anything can happen, right? But I think I'm just a huge baby when it comes to a lot of those opportunities because I want to make the most of them. But I, I'm like that type of guy who doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings, who, you know, wants to, you know, not necessarily jump around a whole bunch and be like, you know, it, it's, it'd be cool to say to like, I've worked here for 15 years, man, like mm. 20 years, you know, where, you know, I have friends that it's just like, boom, 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 six jobs, you know, within the first six year after college type deal. Um, so it's just tough for me to be aggressive in what I want. It's tough for me to be verbally like it's it's hard for me to get out what I'm what I actually want, you know, in that opportunity. Uh so that's what I struggle with, but of course every time these come up, they're they're amazing. Like I get so excited, I would jump on them instantly. But first I got to get to the point where it's more official, right? And mm -hmm. and they would do that so uh that's just where i'm currently at and in, in my opportunity as you said we kind of all have those three opportunities and that's that's just what i struggle with is being aggressive and and telling people i'm i'm worth this i am who i am like yeah i've look at do you want me <laughs> like <laughs> you know because after that like like i got one job man i lose that job i don't have a job <laughs> I don't have income, you know, so it's it's scary to that point because I can't just fall back on, you know, say a podcast, right? I can't just mm -hmm. fall back on that. Um, so it's tough. It's tough. But if you'd like to donate money, then click the... No. <laughs> <laughs> a pop-up on your oh, screen. God. It would have been perfect to be like, go to such and such and send it to PayPal button X, Y, and Z. Sides. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I really wish that I knew that's where you were about to go with it and I could have had something. But yeah, I, I completely understand what you're saying. And I think a lot of people get into that realm or stuck. It's not stuck. It's just that you start to build a box around yourself because one, we're all humans and we hate change, right? Like we always, we, we fear change. We fear that the unknown is going to be worse. And what's, <laughs> uh, what's odd is in most cases, the unknown is almost always drastically better than where you currently are um, or the current problems that you're dealing with. Did not say that it's void of problems. There's problems with everything, but it's like, okay, you know, me and Andy have stayed with, you know, uh, places way too long, way beyond. I, I was that individual. I stayed working mm -hmm. at Massage Envy for 
almost 10 years. I was like literally like two months shy of my 10 year uh, anniversary and I left and I look back and I don't regret it because I learned so much and it's allowed me to be where I'm at today. What I do wish if, if hindsight's 2020, I could have left three to four years yeah. earlier and not, not have lost any education, you know, that the, you know, school of hard knocks on it, but I could have left four years earlier, been happier and could have been even in a better spot than I am now, but happy with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I totally get what you're saying as being that person, that loyal individual. that's yeah. gonna keep It's almost there. like those conversations for me that they're, they're the, well, Hey, Hey, I want, I want to tell you something, but I just want to let you know that it's like, it's, I love where I'm at. I, I love, you know, I love what I do. I love working with everybody here, but it's just something, you know, that I just have to like get off my chest because I got to protect me, you know, and it's something that I've been thinking about for a while. And, you know, it's almost like one of those where instead of just be like, guys, I've been here for a while now. I think I have my feet underneath me. Like, this is something that I need. If you Mm -hmm. think of me, like, you know, being direct, being like, boom, in the face in a, Mm -hmm. in a respectful way. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have that. I don't have the flow yet. I got to well, work on that flow. Maybe it starts with growing hair, but you know, <laughs> I don't have the flow. It also depends Possibly. upon who you're talking to, right? Yeah, because like you know, if you if your relationship with your current boss, everybody's had them. There's a certain relationships that are very, very formal, right? Um, I worked for my uncle at Massage Envy for for many years before he sold the company and I stayed on, right? And and I would still get nervous talking to him. I don't get nervous talking to people. It's like the weirdest thing. Like I can go up and just be, I'm nervous in my personal life, but not in my business life. I would, I would always be fine. I could just go in and say, but he had so much knowledge that I wanted to learn that I always felt like, am I just seeming stupid if I bring this up? So I, I, what I'm trying to point out is I get what you're saying. You have those relationships that are like, okay, this is how I think I need to talk to you. And in all reality, he was one of those that I could have honestly been, Hey, this is this stupid as shit and literally just said that out loud you know blunt as as much as i wanted not just because he was family but that's because of how he was and everything would have been been fine and dandy and i think i learned a lot from that standpoint because i've taken it now i've been in situations and andy knows the exact situations where i've mouthed off in the wrong way uh, (laughs) because an individual pushed way too far over their threshold so i was going to be the one that was going to lash out and back which was not the right way to handle it and i've learned um that that 12 months of my life was a complete uh backpedal for my mm-hmm. personal mental health let alone uh business education so i've learned what not to do and that's almost more important than what knowing exactly what to say but I'm going to take that offline because I want to know what that is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it was funny. In that, in that story funny. now. Maybe it'll be like a next next podcast. Probably not. But anyways, I'm super interested. I, I in mean, that. it could. The you know, company doesn't exist anymore. And that individual True. clearly knows how I felt about them. And I know how they felt about me. So it's no big sweat off my back. It's, you know, and throw. I just won't say their name uh, out loud. But so. Soft taco. Yeah, um, I did have a I did have a moment where I punched a keyboard, uh, and, and I don't know if that's the Poor one Chris that, that's the one Chrissy is talking about. But the, the, I've destroyed more than one keyboard uh, multiple times, so that has happened. Uh, I tend to lash out against. Was it like numbers. a WWE thing, like, or or was it more of like a? Oh no! It, 
Chrissy, are you talking about the one with Stacy? Because I don't know which instance you're talking about. You're not, you've smashed so many keyboards. Yes. Yeah, like literally it's happened so bad. I did one at, uh, at Elements where I was implementing a piece of software and it was so bad um, because I was being forced to. I was the one telling them, I'm, I need three more months. I need three more months. We are not ready to do this. They're like, no, we spent so much money on this, which they hadn't, the former company did. Um, and push me to to implement something. And I'm standing in the warehouse where I've gotten everything to work, but I can't. It was all working in in uh, pre, but as soon as the moment that I went with uh, trying to get it to work in real life, because we flipped the switch, we have all these orders piling in. We can't process them to go out. Like I'm 48 hours into this with no sleep, and I'm finally like, man, f- this, and I'm like smash and punch the crap out of this keyboard and and, and Les who uh, was sitting there he was the only one back there with me he's like uh, <laughs> I just like slowly back. he's like you need a moment <laughs> I'm like no I'll go get you a new keyboard I'll be back but we're going to switch back to the old process anyway so there's that happen one time I got really uh, um, upset with somebody mouthing off to me that I wasn't allowed to say anything to back because they we're in a position that I shouldn't and uh, knew it. So I just kind of got out of some, aggra- I, I got a thing with keyboards. I don't punch walls. I don't, I don't, you know, argue with people too much. I literally it's just, apparently it's just keyboards that I can't um, handle uh, with stuff. So that is those stories, but that is not the exact one. I'll tell you offline. And if you think we should talk about it, we will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, we really uh, appreciate everybody joining us live this week. I know this, this show was a little bit longer, um, uh, let us know send us like literally I would really like to hear yeah. everybody's comments on we because we've gotten like half the people say that I have no problem with it being 40 minutes and other people saying no I'd rather be a 20 minute one so I'd really like to hear you please send an email to slightly average guys at gmail.com to let us know because even if we did the live show that's a 40 minute I can cut up if you re- listen to it later on to be individual ones um, to be two two 20 minutes and Who's just decided to turn on something that sounded like a vibrator? The freaking dryer went off, man. <laughs> I keep telling you to shut the door. No, it it's sound- so loud. I, don't try to claim it was a dryer. It sounded like a vibrator. But um, <laughs> So we appreciate everybody, and we will see you next week. Bye.